Okay, but once again, though, let's get back on subject here. Mike Valeni is your father figure. No, he is not. Because you love Valenti. Like, remember, you were swaggerjacking some of his his bits. That's who you get your swag off of. You're not a father figure. Let us be your sports father figure on our podcast with swag on SoundCloud and iTunes at WXUTs after further review. Oh, welcome back to 88.3 WXUTs. After further review, I'm here with David the Man of God Harris. And now we talk a little NBA. Go ahead, David. Yeah, so while we're Obviously, we're not going to get into the big deals because no one cares about Kevin Durant, where he ends up, uh, and Kyrie's uh, a basket case anyways. Well, I, no, no. You could do the big <laughs> deals in the in the local stuff, but, I mean, talking about a random free agent that you don't – yeah. you know, it was going on, and you're going through pages and pages of stuff that it's just like, okay, who's this guy, who's that – no. You know, Malcolm Brown then would probably be in the NBA the lowest guy I would talk about. But if it's just random guys that have signed on, like, for instance, that are signing two-way deals, a G-leaguer, you're not mentioning them. Keeping it local, I guess, Detroit basketball, I mean, for us here, you know. Right. The Bayheim brothers signing two way deals with Detroit, I guess kind of that's that, that, the big deal. I, but I can see that. But don't I, talk about a guy that's getting a two way deal with Oklahoma City and you know, he's not either there's no local ties. It just it just doesn't didn't make any sense. You see what I'm saying? I mean Frank was getting a little long winded with the segments and I've been listening to the shows and nothing against Frank is now here. But we have to start getting more of the segments we can't bore our fans and going through the laundry list of free agencies is 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 not good it, it basically it waters down the show one and two this is stuff and information people can go get they're here to listen to our takes and analysis on certain topics and maybe the big name ones reading off a list of free agents that gets boring and people basically you know zero you out or basically shun you out or just say eh, I'm bored with this and they move on to the next segment or and I mean that just eats up 10 minutes of time so like when we do these segments you know when you notice me with, with Darren Cohn there's some insight going on but either we're doing stuff local or we're doing the big stories but go ahead yeah and so we'll, we'll start with Detroit basketball who I think won draft night just by picking Jaden Ivy who I felt was Kind of the best player overall in the draft. Just Playing kind of, very well he, in the he summer. He saw it kind of consistently, I think, you know, going to that next level. The, obviously, the comparisons that we saw even throughout his year at Purdue, you know, the job Morant comparison, you can just see it in his play. You can see it in his intensity, his veracity. I think that Detroit, if with the young core that they have, bringing in kind of Christian Wood via draft, I think Detroit could be in that four, five, six, kind of with a little bit of some of that flirting with top three that Chicago, the Chicago Bulls did throughout the regular season. I think the potential and the upside is that good with the Detroit Pistons. Obviously, health is a big concern. Obviously, the chemistry is a big concern. Obviously, we're hoping for continued growth 
and that chemistry with Kate Cunningham and uh, just seeing how some of those other young pieces fit in. But yeah, I think Detroit is going to be in a lot of people's dark horse, if not playing for home court and come playoff time next May, next June. And yeah, I mean, I'm, but the Bulls, they drafted Dalen Terry. Uh, obviously, that was just for depth. Mm-hmm. Kind of looking at the injuries. Basically, once half the team got hurt last season, the Bulls were like, all right, who do we have left? Zach Levine, how much do you got? DeMar, like, like DeMar, how much do you got left? Mm-hmm. Like, it was at that point where you were trying to go through the G League team trying to bring up players. And so, in a guy that's young, that can be a facilitator, obviously we're hoping that everyone can remain healthy. Do I think the Bulls are a playoff team this year? Probably. But are they going to be kind of hovering in the top for the majority of the year? I don't, I don't think so. I think they're going to fall into that six to eight, six to ten range. Mm-hmm. Now, which isn't bad because you can still make noise, but I don't know if just they, they need help depth-wise. And I don't know if that's trying to figure out a trade. Do they try to steer young or younger-ish? Do you try to free up some space, try to get another veteran that can be another scoring option? But I'm, cu- I'm curious, kind of as the resident Bulls expert, kind of what do you think about there? And what you've seen even in the summer league so far from the Bulls? Nothing. I don't. I don't take summer leagues serious. I mean, I, I. I think it's just something to fill black by ESPN. And I mean, let's face it. Most of the guys on the team, they're they're not gonna make the the actual roster. So I just a lot of times watch and see. Maybe some teams might put in some new actions or implement some new stuff as far as from a. Um, play calling standpoint but as i said before i don't really take summer league seriously i just go in there and i watch it. it it it's good to watch but i know that i've seen in years past like trey young he struggled in summer league and people just said oh man he's not gonna make it in the league he's gonna be terrible blah 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 and then and now everybody's talking about ice trey and he's the villain at msg considering that same year Kevin Knox, formerly of the Knicks, I believe, which is now Trey Young's teammate with the Hawks, came out yep. a blazing, and they thought he was going to be the next superstar. It's it, it's like I said, it's summer league. It's guys that are trying to make a mark in the league. You're you're kind of analyzing the, the young guys, but I don't. I take it with a grain of salt, to be honest with you. It might. I think it's cool to see. Here's a local tie, Vinny Williams, who used to be at St. John's, who. I was on the coaching staff when he was actually at the school. I was there his junior and senior year. It's good to see him in the NBA and see his game translate. Now, did I ever imagine him being on an NBA squad? No. I knew he'd be a great college player. I thought he'd be a great college player. But if he really worked at his game, he couldn't possibly have a shot at the league. But then he, I believe he got drafted 47th by the Memphis Grizzlies. Um, It would have been nice to see Ryan Rollins from the University of Toledo. He got drafted, I believe, number 45 
Um, didn't get drafted by the Warriors. I think he was drafted and traded to the Warriors, but then he had a foot injury. Um, yep. But other than that, you try to watch and see if if they can hang at least with the G League guys. You know that that's what you want to see. You know, and then okay. But other than that, if it's on, I watch and see some guy. Maybe you get to see some guys that you remember. Oh man, he used to really kill it in college. Okay, where's he at? Oh, he's in Bologna. He's trying to get a spot on the team. Yeah. I mean, I usually, to be honest with you, after the summer league is over, I love watching the TBT, the basketball tournament. Other than that, though, that's I, I take summer league what I I take it as. It's just a summer league of guys that are trying to um, make the team, basically. Yeah, it's, it's like a glorified, I don't want to say glorified preseason, but kind of like a preseason tournament where you're yeah. kind of. Like training camp. There's there's yeah. people that there's coaches out there. The young coaches are trying to show their stuff and show that they can actually coach, at least at a professional level. Um, and that's about it. I've been impressed by Jay Nivey. He's looked really good. I think that's what you kind of look at is can they at least play with these guys? Now, obviously, there's been some guys like I said, Trey Young, that kind of struggled and, and it doesn't mean anything. You know, Pablo Banchero. You know, they basically shut him down. You know, EJ Liddell from Ohio State, he tore his his ACL, which which kind of sucks. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, Shaden Sharp, who hadn't played for a year, and a lot of people were hype on him, gets a shoulder injury, and so he, you know, his debut is cut, which is six minutes of on-court time. So, right. yeah, it's a lot of that kind of give and go when you have the diehards and, like, the, the team officials want to see what they're getting – and the prospects bringing in other like older veterans to play with these right. guys. Right, you won't really see what happens until the big boys are out there. Duran is looking pretty decent, but I, as I said before, I don't really. I, I, I like I said, I just watch it like I'm watching a summer league game, and okay, that looks pretty cool. I'm really more, and I hate to say it because I'm a coach, I'm looking at more stuff that uh, some kind of actions I want to add to my AAU team, or maybe when I get a a, a um. A team of my own, hopefully one day, some actions I can add. That's what I'm looking at. Yeah, and kind of looking at the Cavaliers, like Bonnie, kind of the the star, most outstanding player from Kansas. Another player that, like you said, a guy that we all rooted for in college because he was like one of the like two four year players that were still on that Kansas team. Mm-hmm. Yeah, doing well. And yeah, I think kind of in this offseason, you look at. And particularly thinking about the local teams to kind of Northwest Ohio, you think of the Bulls, you think of the Pistons, you think of the Cavs. Like those three teams, I think could occupy three of the, you know, three of the ten to twelve playoff spots. Do I think that all three of them, if they can remain healthy, can compete for the title? Probably not, but. I think within the next five years, I wouldn't be surprised if we're seeing a Detroit-Cleveland conference semi. Could be. Or like, conference could be. final. Could be. I, I could see that. I, I definitely, yeah, I could agree with that. The way that they, with Mobley, hopefully no injuries happen. Remember, Cleveland didn't even have Colin Sexton most of the year. And Darius Garland's playing really well. And, and, and Kobe Altman's been pretty impressive picking up, you know, Jared Allen. So I, I think them as a team could happen but like you said you never know the injury is going to happen what what not and you know sometimes things are just aren't in the cards and a team comes out of nowhere so you never know 
And one thing kind of, I guess, since local for me, not even Jesus can help the Knicks. I just feel like the Knicks are just a laughing stock of the league. And I, and I understand that you have all this money, but if Malcolm Brogdon is your big fish, then you got bigger problems. That's just my 30 seconds on the Knicks. Well, uh, oh, you, you said Brogdon on the Knicks, or you mean Brogdon for the Celtics? Or, or sorry, Jalen Brunson, Brunson is your big fish. Well, I mean, with the Knicks, they they they, they try to get what they can get. They, I think as long as Tom Dolan is the owner, I don't think they're ever going to get the main free agents. Like, you know, Kevin Durant had an opportunity to go to New York. He ended up going to Brooklyn, so – I, I I think that's unfortunate, but the Knicks need a point guard, and they got what they needed. But you're right; I don't know if he's up there on that superstar to take you to the championship level. Keep going. Yeah, and just kind of thinking about the superstars as we think about the saga between Kyrie and Kevin Durant. Just kind of putting on your coach hat for a minute. If you were the coach of Let's just use the Chicago Bulls. If you had the opportunity, would you move King's Ransom for either Kyrie or KD? No. Because I don't know if a team would for Kyrie. No. No. One, they're on the – well, one, Durant's 32, 33 years old with with an Achilles injury. And I think that's what a lot of teams are are looking at is, okay, you can get him for the – if you got the right group around him, yeah, you have instant success. But then after that instant success, you don't have anything. And a lot of teams, if you really think about it, the NBA, you look at a lot of the moves, there's a youth movement going on. And that's what teams are trying to get on where there's actually some great talented players in the league that that can compete and play and you could be good for five to ten years. You see what I'm saying? Getting Kevin Durant yeah. – just for that one or two year deal, and then you flaky Kyrie, why, why give up all those assets? That's why I think the reason why Kevin Durant probably won't get traded. People are looking at that. Do I get over here two or three good years, or do I give up these prospects where I could be like the Cavs, like you mentioned, or maybe possibly the future of Detroit or Chicago, where they those are the teams that are on the upswing. You know, the Golden State Warriors are in the now, but look how they're building their team. I like. I will tell you this right now. I, I will say this right now. I really, truly think that Clay Thompson only has one or two good years left, and what's going to happen is someone's going to replace him, whether it's Jordan Poole. I don't know. Um, it seems but, like it's Andrew Wiggins. Eh, the younger Poole. Wiggins could be there still, possibly. Yeah. But but it, it, it's like what the Warriors are starting to do is Draymond, Clay, you guys will give a – you can already tell they're declining just a little bit. But we got some young dudes here in the back that we can have to basically take your place and then we can find more guys coming up. And that's what I think teams are looking at. Right now, Durant, like I said, he's the now. But how much are you willing to give up for the now? And if you don't get the championship, look at Brooklyn – you went for the now before Kyrie and Durant got there. You had something decent. Then you bring these guys in here and you wasted money, you wasted time, and you got nothing out of it. So a lot of NBA teams are looking at that like, I don't know. And Durant's a lot to deal with. 
Yeah, I'm, I'm just so kind of thinking because looking at some of the teams that Durant is connected with, you're looking. You were talking about a return to Golden State, which I don't see that happening. I don't either. They were talking about a trade down to Miami and South Beach, but he was he wants to play with Bam Adebayo, but Bam Adebayo would have to go in a trade away for them to be able to get Kevin Durant. I just don't know. If, like, see that's happening. I feel like Detroit did that long-range game like you talked about where they traded away, you know, 10,000 first-round picks for that opportunity to get Kyrie, KD, or even going back to that trade with Boston where Boston fleeced them. And then seeing... Yeah, and you're seeing Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum coming up. Um, They got the Williams guy. Um, yeah, Grant Williams. Grant Williams, um, also the guy that um, uh, tore his knee up a little bit and was basically getting cortisol shots in his knee. That, 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 that's what people are looking at. We're going to build through the draft. We're going to really scout really well. And it's a plethora of young talent coming up. I'd rather just take our lumps right now and, and get the fruits of our labor than trying to trade it away, get Durant, and then watch those guys flourish over there and then – you know, Durant only gets us to a conference final. Great. And then after that, you're like, well, now what? We're back in the same boat we were in two or three years ago. We, You know what I'm saying? So now I think teams are getting smart about trying to build super teams and bringing in the drama. Look at the Lakers. Yeah, you won a championship, but you won it in the bubble. But look at the mess what happened last few years. Well, one year you didn't make the playoffs, and the other year you are in the playing game. Now you got the championship, but now you're looking for a new coach. And – Let's face it, LeBron's on the the down on the other end of the spectrum. Yeah, and we know the conversation that we've had with Russell Westbrook on the show, and as well with Anthony Davis. So now you're they were talking about a Kyrie for Russell Westbrook, which I mean, if that's the trade that you're doing as a Lakers fan, you're you might as well just call it. You just might as well just tank because mm-hmm. one, that's return for Kyrie and LeBron, so that's. Yeah, it's just, I think this offseason is going to be marked not just with Kevin Durant, but the fact that Utah fleece Minnesota mm-hmm. by with what they got for Rudy Gobert. So now Kevin Durant's like, oh, Rudy Gobert's getting that? Right. Oh, I want, right. he wants you know, more Brooklyn's and... like, I want eight first-round picks. Well, and Brooklyn, let's be honest, Brooklyn needs – if, if I'm going to trade Kevin Durant, you're going to give me a lot. This is going to be something where you're going to – I, I want to get what his value is. It's not going to be this – I'm just dumping a disgruntled star and you guys go off and I get crumbs. You guys get the prize and I get a, a bunch of crumbs. That's just not going to happen. Yeah, but then it's also how many teams – like how many teams other I guess other than the Knicks can you fleece to where they recognize that we're trying to get the best bang for our buck? Oh. And how many teams are actually going to be willing to deal? Because I don't I think having to ramp and I was kind of talking about this kind of in some chat room somewhere, like Kevin Durant's gonna be in Brooklyn come opening tip. Kyrie, I don't know, but Kevin Durant's not leaving anywhere. Now whether he gets traded mid season you know, great, but Kevin Durant's going to be a Brooklyn now. He probably will be. Yeah, there's nowhere that he, he can go. But I, as I said before, it, it just he, he'll be there. He probably doesn't want to deal with a lot of things. But, you know, we hit our 20-minute mark, and we'll see how this unfolds. Do I think Kyrie will still be there? 
maybe to begin the season then eventually get traded in the midway point because his contract's expiring. But I think Durant will still be there unless the Nets get a hell of a deal. It all depends. I mean, if they need a hell of a deal, just call up James Dolan. I'm sure that the Knicks will tank well, their franchise even more. Well, no, and I doubt it. He'll probably be upset that Durant didn't go there in the first place. And then all, all deals are all about trying to fleece people. Everyone tries to be like the general manager off of 2K. Dude, the people are going to go in there. They want to get what, what the player is worth. Not all the time are you stuck in a situation here where the, the, there's there's no one that really has leverage. You know, in other deals, sometimes when people think it's been fleeced, someone's had the leverage, usually the player. This one is where you're under contract. If we don't trade you, you're stuck here. You, there's nothing much you really can do. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, plus it's not like he played that much anyways because he was, again, hurt. Right. Any plans yeah. this weekend? Uh, no, enjoy a little bit of this offseason. I guess it's baseball season, so watch a baseball game. But, yes, counting down the days until football and college football. and Yeah. August is almost here. And wait, your main point of the season there, uh, uh, David, because you are the football guy and the man of God. Yeah. Uh, Hopefully it's a good football season and baseball season can just be over and done with. All right, man. Well, take it easy, man. All right, you too. Yep. That was David, the man of God, Harris here on 88.3 WHDs. After further review, once again, thanks for Frank Vashner calling in. We're back. Hopefully giving you more segments. It's been a while, but you always listen to us on 88.3 WGTs after further review on Saturdays, uh, 11 to 1 on 88.3 WGT and on our Facebook page live stream. And then also, if you missed the show, we got your segments for you after further review. Sports show on SoundCloud and on Apple iTunes. For David and Frank, I'm Derek Lawson. We'll see you when you see you. Peace. 88.3 WGTs after further review.